and welcome to the YBNB show. Those of you who have followed now for a while know that we go live Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, Monday, we talk about things to do with our physical body. Wednesday, we talk about mindset and things to do with our mind. And uh, Friday, we talk about business. And uh, often I'm uh, lucky enough to be joined by a guest. And today I'm really happy that I have Michelle Leithley with me. Um, hi, Michelle, thanks for joining. Hi. And uh, Michelle is an energy healer. So uh, she's gonna to talk to us all about the energy fields and um, those of us who uh, maybe would like to understand a little bit more. Um, I'm sure we were at the end of this interview. Um, firstly though, Michelle, you're, you're uh, speaking from a really sort of lovely and quite mystical location, aren't you? So tell us wh uh, where you're from. Yeah, I live in um, Castle in North Yorkshire, a great big Victorian Gothic castle. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and there's a strange story, actually, because um, before I moved here, I wasn't looking to move here at all. It wasn't an area I was looking um, to be in. It wasn't really convenient for where I was working at the time. But I started dreaming about living in a castle. Anyway, within six months, I've moved into this castle, been here for seven years now. And once I moved in, I started on my journey of this healing and kind of spiritual side of life. It all kind of it, it, uh, it all started when I moved into this castle. So it's obviously meant to be. Yeah. I mean, it is stunning as well. It's it really, uh, I've obviously not been lucky enough to be there yet, but I've seen a lot of your photos and vids from there. We met um, a while back now when you joined the uh, YBNB programme and we've got to know each other uh, pretty well where, you know, we've uh, been, been fortunate enough to help you with your body and your business, but you in turn have really helped us with our understanding of energy healing. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, I just sort of start off from a uh, probably a layman's perspective, the way that I would look personally at um, energy fields and energy healing based on, you know, what I've learned from you in the last few months. And prior to that, um, you know, my uh, learnings from people like Joe Dispenza, who looked at it from quite a scientific perspective. And I had a weekend with Steve and co who did some amazing things with energy fields. Um, but from a layman's perspective, I would look at it as a sort of a step on from, vision you know you, you can if you've got a good enough imagination good enough ability to focus you can envisage what can be, what can happen um you can set your intentions and your goals you can then utilize things like manifestation if anyone studied the secret to try and draw things to you and i've very much seen that um come to you know to fruition in and work in my life um and it's a great tool visioning is to have alongside business strategies you know, physical strength and all of that. Um, but there is this other aspect that um, we're going to talk about today, which is um, energy fields. And I see that as another sort of tool. Um, and I think the first thing probably to do is to get you to explain it because we can't see energy fields. And so in the same way, as you said, you know, before that we can't see electricity, many of us would question, why does it work? But it does. So um, can we start with that? Just an explanation from you of, for those of us who are sort of relatively new, what energy fields are, what energy healing is. Yeah. So I think probably the best way to describe your energy fields is if you imagine your whole body and your energy system as um, a myriad of a network of motorways. So if you, if you can imagine a map of the UK and all of the roads, the M1 running down from north to south, the M62 going across, all of the A roads and the B roads and the off roads, 
if you imagine them as energy systems moving around up and down and across your whole energy system the whole time that's exactly what's happening within your physical body all of these energy systems are working thousands of them uh, they're all interlinked just like the motorways and then if you can imagine so there was a bump on the A1, there was a crash and two cars stopped and, and one of the lanes has been shut down. All of the other lanes are going to have to slow down. Some of them might even have to stop for a while until this thing gets fixed. That's exactly the same as your energy systems. So another thing as well, if you can imagine, if there's a little bump on the M1 and then there's a little bump on the A9 in Scotland and that road has been blocked and there's no, there's no energy or traffic flowing up and down from there. And then if you go down to the south, the M25, there's been an incident there or some bad weather or something, and that road has been closed. So if you, if you look at them all in isolation, it's a little bit of a problem. But if you look at the whole UK map or the whole body map, if you've got all of these little issues all around your, your system, that becomes a bigger issue. Mm. And that's when, when the energy is not flowing and not moving or there are blocks, that's when it can manifest itself in physical and emotional um, and mental issues as well eventually. So just the general wear and tear of everyday life. So work, career, stress, business, family mm. issues, um, any kinds of arguments or um, bad feelings with people, anything that's gonna affect you from being completely calm and happy and joyful in your everyday life. And it does happen. All of these things happen in all of our lives. It's just the general wear and tear of everyday life, really. But what they're doing is they're just affecting, eventually over time, affecting your energy system. So it's really important to keep these clean and flowing mm. and healthy and strong. And that's what you specialise in. And um, I think that although we can't see energy fields, what um, I certainly realised, again, from working with many people now on YBNB, is that you can just sort of feel it when your energy is maybe not where you want it to be. So um, say for example, you're about to start a, a meeting and you're not just sort of feeling that oomph that you want, you're not feeling that fire. And I've learned realize, to realize that that is like negative energy. And I can often feel it it's sort of dragging me down on my shoulders a bit like this, you know, and I sort of, I mean, you know, you could do power poses, you can do a quick workout, jumping up and down on trampolines and things like that. But another thing to really help is to recognize that there is this sort of negative ed energy. And I like to envisage, envisage what it looks like, which for me looks like sludgy, you know, heavy mud and, um, and sort of move it to one side of my body and replace it with sparkly, great, powerful energy, which for me looks sparkly and pink and lovely and just sort of eradicate it out. That really works. But I've always thought that that is imagination, but it's, um, it's, it's a bit more than that because we're all walking around with an energy field, aren't we? Yeah, yeah we're all walking around in a certain frequency and, and the way we think and behave and our, all of our thought patterns are creating this frequency and that frequency can be really low, it can be medium or it can be really high depending on how aware you are of it and how much work you do towards keeping that raised. Yeah. As as possible, yeah. So what sorts of things um, can be done? To, number one, to sort of, clean up your energy fields if they're all a bit you know as you describe blocked or you know uh, in need of cleaning let's just put it in a simple way like that um and refreshed let's say say like that what sorts of things can be done firstly by an individual and secondly then we'll go into the sorts of things that you can do to help them because it yeah. sounds a little bit out there as we were saying you know like yoga used to sound like it and you know like electricity i mean you're here talking to me now but you're not behind this screen you know but there you are 
and I don't really question how you've actually got here and appeared in front of me. And yet we do question this whole concept of energy. And I, what I'd love to do as part of this call is just dispel that a little bit and get people to sort of believe it. Um, so yeah, so what is it that individuals could do first of all to set about this, this um, refreshing of their energy fields? Yeah, there are loads of things. I've actually got top 12, top 12 tips that I've listed down and some of them are really, really quick and easy. It will take a couple of minutes and some of things are other things that you might be doing already in your life and you can slowly incorporate them or increase them. And one of the big things is meditation because that's about reconnecting to yourself just for a few minutes, even if it's 10 minutes a day, just switching off from, from the everyday buzziness of life and phones and laptops and families and people and commitments and stress and really just reconnecting back to yourself and who you really are. Even if it's just for a few minutes every day, that brings back the balance and it grounds your body back into what we call um, the present time, rather than feeling, if you're feeling a little bit scatty, worrying about what I'm gonna do this afternoon, what I'm gonna be doing tonight, tomorrow, I need to do this for work, I need to do this for family, I need to go to the shops, blah, blah, blah. And it just, it, it makes you feel scatty and ungrounded yeah. and you're not present in the present time. Yeah, so, that's uh, feeling that. yeah. yeah, so, and if you do this and you reconnect to yourself and you just get back into your physical body, and it's really just like taking back control of yourself and your emotions and your thoughts, even if it's just for a few minutes. And the more practice you get, the easier it becomes. I used to really resist this uh, for years and years. I thought, oh, yeah, meditation, but I can't just sit there and not think of anything. But um, what I did was I started to wake up 20 minutes earlier in the morning and just go into the spare room and do it. And the more I did it, I just became calmer. Yeah. Uh, and I started the day in a better position, feeling calmer and more equipped to deal with the day. It's one of the things that we really advocate on YBNB, isn't it? Mm. We spend, uh, I think, week four where we talk very specifically about meditation. So, okay, so that's a brilliant tip. And, um, and what else would you say? You've got 12, but give us a few others. Yeah, um, another one is just being out in nature. So as humans, we're not built to be sitting indoors all day. And I know it's difficult with the lockdown and everything, but even if you can get out into the fresh air for 10 minutes, even if it's standing outside your front door, if you've got a garden, a garden, if you can go for a walk in the park or anywhere near grass or nature trees, even better. But yeah, we're not, this is affecting it general, the general consciousness of humanity at the moment is that people are not built or they're not made to be sitting indoors all day. Like those 10,000 steps. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another really good one. Really quick, easy, free. Yeah. Do that at any point. Brilliant. There are a few other ones. They're a bit more, um, they're, you need a little bit of kit to do these. So that though, another one that I do every single day now, sometimes twice a day, is saging. So yeah. just get a, um, a piece of sage, looks like that. Burn it, blow it out, and just use the smoke. And this is a really ancient. This is this is a thousands of years old. This this process, um, mm -hmm. and this clears the energetic fields around the body. Very very ancient process yeah. and ritual. You can also use um, Palo Santo sticks. They're really simple, quick to get hold of. They're only about a pound each. Yeah. You can do that each day, and it takes two minutes. And mm -hmm. that that cleanses your energy fields. And another thing that does is that you can cleanse your your space as well. So you can cleanse your home with those two things or your workspace. And it just refreshes the energy. If there's anything that's any energy that's feeling a bit low, a bit stagnant, a bit heavy, that will just remove all of that and bring it back up to 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 the normal atmosphere of the room. So that's really helpful as well. 
Yeah. You said uh, candles really help as well. Mm. And I know lots of people love candles, um, you know, if you have a bath or whatever, but um, that has, that's really good for your energy field as well, isn't it? Yeah. And that's, a, again, it's about an ancient ritual fire. It brings warmth, it brings heat, it brings um, safety and protection. People used to cook with it and it just feels that makes the human, the human psyche feel better and more comfortable and, and safe, I think. Yeah. A lot of people are, um, and you were, uh, you know, wonderful enough to send me uh, one of these. A lot of people are interested in crystals. Yeah. And um, I've got a few, and, and you sent me one, first of all, um, which is this beautiful one, because um, you said it was, uh, it, it, it sort of puts you in connection with your higher purpose, didn't you? Yeah. Um, what's that one? That's selenite, that one. That's selenite, lovely. yeah, um, which is beautiful. And since then, um, I've been attracted to crystals. I bought uh, an amethyst, which I absolutely love. So if I'm having a meeting and, you know, I want to send out loving feelings to people, I've sort of, I will be holding that. Um, and then there's another one that I bought as well, which you said was, I would have been drawn to this for some reason. It's a geode, yeah. which is supposed to be for um, physical strength and mental strength, isn't it? So, and then I was gifted, gifted one of these, which is a, uh, beautiful rose quartz which yeah, is lovely. love isn't it yeah. so I know you've got some wonderful crystals there but um that's my little collection so tell us a little bit about crystals because I've since finding out about them from you I found them really comforting really helping with uh, focus really helping with imagination um yeah I think they're great I mean I don't know if it's, a, if it's like a baby with their teddy or, or what it is but I don't really care it sort of feels like it works so what, what, what would you say about crystals yeah so they're they're the earth's natural healing stones um again they've been used for thousands of years you, if you just look uh, look, look at what inside was inside the pyramids when the pyramids were opened up the um the burial grounds were full of pyramids um full of uh, crystals that, that were used by the society at the time for healing, for manifestation, for lots of different things. Mm. Um, and all crystals, they are, if you imagine them a bit like a flower, they all have their own color and like a flower has its own scent, a crystal has its own, its own purpose and its own uh, frequency, if you like. So it will help with, with different things in life um, at different times. So we've got clear quartz, which is a really good one to start with. Um, so that's the one, it looks a bit like that. Um, and you don't have to have big ones, even smaller ones um, are really, really helpful as well. The clear quartz is probably the most generic one, which will help with so many different things. So this is the master healer. And again, what you can do is you can just hold on to it mm. for when you're meditating and just connect to it. And it will, it will emit a frequency and if you, a certain frequency. And if your frequency that your body is emitting is lower than that, because this is higher and it's a more powerful frequency, it would actually raise your vibration within your physical body and mm. energetic, energetic body to match this frequency. And that's how it does the healing. Mm. So that's the, yeah, and that's the same with the rose quartz. That's for love, self-love um, and compassion. And that's a really lovely one. Uh, and like, yeah, I've used the amethyst one as well. That's, I, I would say these are the top three crystals if you wanted to start out either a clear quartz, a rose quartz, or the amethyst. Lovely. Because they cover so many different things in life. And then you can get into the specialist ones. So things like the pyrite or the fool's gold, which is great for manifestation and abundance. 
um, obsidian, black obsidian is really good. You know, we talked about before being grounded mm -hmm. and if you're feeling a little bit scatty and a little bit floaty, not really connected and with it, if you like, the, the darker stones are really good for that. So that one's a black obsidian or black tourmaline. And, and again, you would just hold it in your hand, even if you're just watching the telly or, you know, on your computer or phone or whatever, just hold it in your hand and, and set the intention that you want to work with it. Mm. Um, it will make a difference, especially if you're doing it over time. Yeah. And I think as well, it's not all about, you know, just going off and buying these and buy, although that's a lovely thing to do, you know, to go and buy them and um, I know you supply them and you go to different places in London to get them. And you've got to be careful, by the way, because crystals, um, there's different qualities, isn't there? And you want to get, you know, legitimate, proper ones from the mines, etc. Not manufactured ones. Um, but there's so there's one thing about um, knowing what to do with them. But then we come back to remembering to do it. And um, I think, you know, this is one of the things that um, I'm so focused on with uh, the program where I talk, you know, we, we teach everybody about routines for body first of all, and they really get, in, you know, they, they jump on board with that, they do the 10,000 steps and all of that, which obviously is helping to sort of clear their energy fields as well. I, I didn't realize that at the beginning. Um, and then obviously we go on to mindset work as well. And uh, one of the things that we advocate is meditation. Um, and we also advocate uh, having a, a routine where you're sort of on a bit of a timer, not that you're a slave to the routine, but that the routine itself actually is there to support you and to keep you, as you said, grounded, calm, focused, productive and not scatty, you know, because there's nothing worse than sort of feeling, oh my goodness, I've got so much to do, lots of things to worry about and I'm not quite sure what to give my attention to. And, and I think, you know, having something like that, whether it's a talisman, you know, something tangible in front of you um, is really good to remind you just to pick that up for a second and, um, and to do, even if it's just a few med minutes meditation um, and to build that into the routine, into your routine for the day um, can really, really help you stay grounded. And, and it's hard to describe uh, the, when, you know, the benefit of it, but what you do know is when you follow this type of routine, this mindset routine, uh, which for me is, you know, it's the meditation, first of all, it's the affirmations, it's the visualization, it's the reading, it's the journaling. When you follow that, sort of 10 minutes at a time, a bit like the Miracle Morning describes, um, you know you have a great day and you just know you feel a lot better. And, and sometimes you think, oh, I, don't, I can't bother to do it. I don't want to do it for whatever reason. The lure of Instagram scrolling gets the better of you. And, um, but you feel it, I think. You, you, know, you really feel it and everything, it's like a pack of cards. You don't start your day off properly. You don't do your routine mentally. And consequently, you therefore don't feel so compelled to follow your physical routine, your fitness and your body routine. Um, and I think that therefore has a negative impact on your energy fields. And of course it has a negative impact on what you're trying to do with your business because maybe you don't have the energy and the commitment to sort of push forward. So I think um, it's, it's not really a nice to have. It's just as important to be focused on, you know, every aspect of us, even the aspects that we can't see to be fit and healthy. So if, um, so you hold special sort of events, you do meditations for us on the program. So as part of our program, you know, Michelle holds some really wonderful meditations on a Sunday night, we do them and we don't have too much conversation, do we? We just go straight into it and have a really lovely meditation um, online and everybody, I sometimes think I nearly nod off, but not quite, you know, and everybody sort of, and there's Michelle in the background sort of doing things 
who are sort of doing stuff with people's energy and and um it's fascinating because everybody walks out of that session feeling brilliant so um you've been doing this now for quite a few years you had a you know a, a great job and everything beforehand but this is now your business um and you've learned how to do all of this uh and i know you sort of learned from masters in hawaii and things like that so what is some of that stuff that you actually do as an energy healer because we talked about what we can do as individuals but what stuff can you do as well yeah, so this is another thing if you want to get really into it you can see a healing practitioner so the kind of things that i do is um the basics which is reiki energies which is really taking hold of or channeling life force energy from the universe into the body through the hands and this channel of, of white light energy goes to wherever it needs to go to in the body or the mind and it helps the body to the person's body to heal so basically all all I am is a channel for this light and this energy coming in and it knows exactly where to go and what to do and what to heal. You don't need to tell it, it just knows. Mm. So that's the Reiki healing. I do also do angelic Reiki, which is the similar kind of thing, but that's bringing in angelic energy and that's really, really lovely as well. Um, and sophic rays. So all of these different modalities, the, basic is, the basics are that you're channeling life force energy into a person's energy field and physical body to help it to heal to yeah. and to also to remove any blocks to get the energy systems flowing properly again so that person can get back to optimal health both physically emotionally and mentally mm. and i also do i now in, what i find now is the more i'm doing it i've been doing it for about seven years now the more and more i do it i intuitively um kind of tune into the individual person and we might do a little bit of each we might do some reiki we might do some crystal therapy where i'm actually picking some crystals and putting them in certain parts of the body on certain people on certain energy fields mm. just to amplify the that energy and that healing energy i might do incorporate some sound healing into it as well yeah. so and i think you can just after you've been doing this for a while you can just pick up on that individual and what they actually need on that particular day and in what part of their body after having a brief five minute consultation with them I can just really hone into what they need on that day and where they need it and it just comes it just flows through you it's not me doing it it's it's this energy that's coming through me and I'm just channeling it yeah um and that's um and it feels lovely as a recipient of that I must say um to know that someone else is almost sort of taking control of that for a moment um as an individual I mean obviously we all want to contribute to our loved ones and you know, people that we um, that we care about. Um, how can you have a sort of a positive impact on, well, how can you detect if someone's got something, you know, that could be refreshed in their energy, they need some energy healing, and, and what could we do about it for people? Yeah, I think uh, what you can do is, as you do all of these practices that we've talked about, the meditation, the visualization, start maybe getting into crystals. Um, what you can do is it, it makes you more intuitive. So it opens up your third eye and you become more in tune with the people that you spend more time with. So you would pick up more easily. It's like a bit of a self-awareness as well of them and of you. And you can pick up more easily when they're not quite um, the same or if there's something coming up physically. Some, it will just come into, it'll just pop into your head intuitively. And this will grow as you do this work more and more, as you meditate more, as you visualize more, maybe when you start using crystals a bit more, and you just become there's this awareness that opens up that anyone that you're you're very closely connected to um it will help you recognize things and what you can do then is you can start to help to raise their frequency another thing that happens is 
if you're in the right place and you're optimum health and you're doing all these lovely things for your mind and your body and your soul, your frequency is going to be higher and that will affect the frequencies of those people in your circle as well. So if you're really high frequency and really positive and energetic and happy and joyful, that will have an effect on anybody in your circle whose vibration is a bit lower than that because the higher vibration always wins because it's more powerful because it's higher. And so their, their vibration will rise to come in tune and alignment with your vibration. It's so true because, um, you know, one of the reasons that I brought the program together was that, you know, I thought a few years ago that I was just going to go on a physical transformation, a body, I didn't know I was going to, I sort of just started and that's sort of what happened. Um, but I, at the same time, I was learning a lot about mindset and um, as a result of both the physical and the mental side getting so much stronger, the business side became stronger as well. And, you know, when I tried to sort of analyze what the reason is, one of the things that I realized was, um, you know, you, you start to attract a lot more people to you when you've got your own act together. You know, if you're, if you're feeling in control, if you're feeling strong, um, that makes you feel happy. Um, it's just like the law of attraction. You attract things and people to you. Um, one of the things, I'm really glad you sort of raised that actually, because one of the things that I do think is that um, by focusing on yourself, your own physical, mental health, and your, I'm, not, I'm not talking about being selfish here, but I'm talking about, say for example, there's friction with somebody, or maybe things are not going quite as you want. It's very tempting for humans to say, well, you know, he doesn't do that, or he didn't do this, or she doesn't do that, and if only they'd done this, and that's dragging me down and stopping me doing this. But if you start to sort of just focus on, well, what can I do? What can I be? How can I add value? You know, how can I keep my act together? You know, how can I focus on my own fitness, my mental fitness, my own energy? By doing that and sort of live and let live, as it were, and then, you know, being positive to other people around you, but not sort of necessarily taking full responsibility for them, you know, nurturing them as far as you can, but not trying to, you know, control them or whatever if, if they're very close to you. And almost like you're just sort of two beings just um you know in in tandem sort of growing like that then um i think that your your energies match a lot better this is either with an individual you know with a child with um with a team if you sort of each of you takes full responsibility for yourself um what you find miraculously as i say it draws other people to you and and it sort of it impacts them as well they want to know your ways they start they start to absorb it by osmosis and, um, and that's got to be something to do with energy. It's not just about, because you can't just tell people to do something and they do it. They have to feel it, don't they? Yeah, it's an exchange of energy, isn't it? And I think another yeah. thing as well that's just come up for me is that all of this work that, that, that we do in the YBMB programme and, and general, in life in general, when you get onto this path of self-development and get into an optimal state, is that it's easier to manage your emotions yeah. Um, so there's less there's less, less emotional drama and the less emotional drama you have in your life, the better you can operate. And again, that affects everyone around you as well, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And, you know, it makes you more productive because yeah. if you've not got all that drama and all of that angst, um, especially with this economic climate and worrying about the media and all that. And that's another point, actually. I'd keep all of that stuff out of your energy aura yes. as much as you can. All the rubbish, you know, I actually took the Sky and the BBC apps off my phone, because even I thought those would be two sensible ones, um, but they're still not, you know, it's still, you know, drama sells media. 
Um, so the only thing I've got on mine now, news-wise, is the FT. Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't even have the others because it's just constantly wanting to bombard you with more and more and more bad news. It's, where's the good news, you know? So we have to find the good news within ourselves and, uh, you know, and, and then focus on what we want to achieve. And I think body, mind, and now energy auras are really, really within our control yeah. to look after, to nurture, and that in turn helps the people around us. Yeah. yeah. So anything else that we, uh, we can uh, tell these, uh, these lovely listeners about energy fields before we go? They can um, go and do one thing today. One thing today I would say, oh, another really great thing, really, again, really cheap and easy is a salt bath, Epsom salt bath or Himalayan salt bath, um, 20 minutes, stay underneath the water apart from your head. That's really great for cleansing your energy fields. And again, it's another really, really ancient and natural practice. Oh, yeah, lovely. Because, um, you know, sometimes people think maybe they're being a bit self-indulgent and a bit lazy, you know, but actually doing all these things for yourself is really, really gonna help you. Ultimately, these things will help. If you're thinking business, it's not just about business strategies and doing more marketing, more advertising, more emails and staying up all night long. You know, it is a networking and everything else. It is actually weirdly as it sounds, taking the time to have things like you said, an Epsom salt bath, put the candles on, put some lovely music on, meditate, and it makes you a stronger person. Yeah, it does, which helps everybody around you. It helps you in all aspects of your life, doesn't it? It makes yeah. you stronger in all aspects of your life. Can you um, see people's auras at all, energy auras? Um, I feel them. So I, I actually feel temperatures in people. So when I'm doing the healings and I yeah. just, well, I, I use my hands and I'm moving the energy around and smoothing them down. And if there's a, for example, if there's a block of energy, I feel it as a cold breeze on my hand. So that's, yeah, it, I think it's different for different healers. But for me, I actually, I feel it. I can feel it and visualize it rather than see the colors. Occasionally I see colors, but yeah, for me, it's, um, I feel it in my hands. Yeah. I remember watching Stephen Coe do that where he, he did exactly as you've just said. And um, he sort of would find a blockage and he'd start pulling it out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was amazing. And, uh, and then actually pulling, pushing stuff in as well. Yeah. So, you know, it was almost like it was a bit disjointed and he was smoothing it all down. Um, fascinating. Yeah. Um, if people want to read more stuff about it, is there any sort of? I mean, I know I, I love Joe Dispenza's stuff. Um, yeah. If anyone wants to read that, then please, please do. But anything else that you suggest that people could read about this and learn about? I think Joe Dispenza is one of my people that I follow. Also, Abraham Hicks is really, really positive and uplifting. And yeah, um, yeah. and and so if you want to read, uh, raise your frequency. I listen to that um it's yeah really really helpful oh lovely and if, and if people and we'll put that in the notes and if people want to um start you know their crystal collection getting some sage or um anything like that then you um source it from very reliable places and yeah. they will put your link in everything as well they can follow you and see some of your work see some photos of your lovely castle mm -hmm. and um yeah, it's been, a, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Michelle. And it's, it's such a pleasure having you on the programme as well, because, um, you know, it's brought a different dimension, uh, just as helpful as all the other things that we cover. So those of you who, who want to have a sort of a complete holistic um, transformation, come on the YBNB programme um, and, uh, and you'll get access as well to meditation and things like that that Michelle uh, offers. Um, and if you want to start your, your collection, of crystals and things like that then you can follow michelle and she'll she'll sort you some beautiful things out as she did for me 
So lovely to talk to you. Thank you for inviting me. It's been lovely. Yeah, really nice talking to you. Thanks a lot, Michelle. And I'll uh, see you see you later in the week, no doubt, on a workout. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. -bye.